oh, just so you know, I use a lot of like class language, but that is simply for like what the title of what our thing is. I don't pretend in any way that these are like kink classes or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted you guys to be aware of my language usage. All yeah. right. So three, two, one. Welcome to Brat University, a place where we talk about ethical bratting and kink 101 topics. But like any good university, there are some rules that need to be followed while you are here. This is an 18 plus podcast. So if you are under the age of 18, we ask that you stop listening now and come back when you are of age. Second, any of the knowledge in this podcast is based upon the knowledge, experience, and opinions of those who appear on the podcast. Please make sure that you are doing your own research following the listening of this podcast. And last rule, make sure to have fun and enjoy. Oh, how it's been so long. We're so sorry we've been gone. We were busy writing songs for you. Hello and welcome back. Um, I know that's not our normal opening song, um, but I feel really bad that we have been um, a rather quiet university. We took a, uh, our, our students were on break. We have awkward um, break schedules at our university. Yeah, long fall break. <laughs> and um, so we're back. And as always, I'm one of your professors, um, Brattastic, the Brat Coach. And I'm Tatiana, the Chaos Brat. Um, Havoc could not be with us right now, but that is okay. Um, they have not gone away. They are simply just absent at the moment. Um, all right, so for today's class, our um, topic is one true wayisms in the kink community, but specifically how it relates to Braden. Um, do you want to lead definitely this? Definitely a huge topic. It really is. Um, do you want to lead this, or are you okay with me starting it off? Um, if you have something to jump off from, go for it. All right. So um, when it comes to bratting, I always the, the biggest thing I always hear is like, that's not how a submissive is supposed to act. <laughs> and it's the, you know, one true wayism of um, people saying that submissives have to, you know, be obedient and you're not allowed to talk back. And um, I don't know if everyone has heard this term, but I feel like it goes back to a lot of like old guard stuff, even though old yeah. guard's not an actual thing. It's a thing, but it's not a thing. Like everyone knows the term, but it's not an actual thing. Yeah. And isn't uh, the guy who like kind of pioneered that, hasn't he moved on? That's I what I've he heard. Has, and it was He's based distanced on himself. Yeah, because his titling of that was based on some like BS. A lot of like I believe it was a lot of like into like the Gorian style of things and like male should be like this and female should be like that. And, um, but, um, so yeah, that is our one true wayism that we're going to talk about and about how a submissive should be and, uh, how brats don't fit that mold. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm a brat that definitely does. Um, 
one, their biggest thing is, you know, you're not being obedient. And I'm like, well, technically by me bratting, I'm doing what my dom says or what my dom wants. Yeah. And so I'm actually listening. Like I, I keep hearing that sound honestly on TikTok and it's meant to like piss brats off. But I feel like it just proves the point in because it says if you're a brat that is with a dom that likes brats, you're just a good submissive doing what your dom says. Yeah. And I'm just like, I know it's meant to be funny, which it, it is, but I'm like, it just proves the point that yeah, we someone, are submissive. Someone commented on one of my TikToks saying that, and I was like, yeah, I know. Like, I wouldn't do it if it genuinely pissed him off. I'm not in and the I, business of making people mad for no reason. And I think that's the part that people miss. Like, brads don't do it to piss their doms off. They do it to, you know, get a rise out of their dom. And um, I think a lot of that has to do with, um, I don't know, just it's it's for the fun. And if you're mm-hmm. actually pissing somebody off, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And most people, like, granted, uh, there are tons of people, like, neurodivergent people might not be able to sense someone's emotions all the time. Um, but a lot of times people can tell when they're pissing someone off. You know, a lot of times it has to be intentional to get to the point where bratting is just genuinely pissing someone off. And even if, like, I can't always tell, like, sometimes I'll do something and my dad will just kind of he might go quiet or something and like that's when it's the bride's responsibility to check in and i'm always yeah. just like was that too much like did i yeah. did i go too far with that and um sometimes it's uh actually gets a win and he's like you know i didn't really have anything in response and i'm just like, yeah. okay. it doesn't happen yeah. very often sometimes it's just like yeah that one was clever that was that was clever right. <laughs> um it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, I, I, I seize the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... with the whole one true way thing, I think it's very, very black and white, which is, in my opinion, never really a good way to think, because even if an issue is right or wrong or mostly black and white, there are still nuances to almost every single situation and issue that can be thought of and I think a lot of the um, one true way people that I've come across very much see things as oh it has to be an MS dynamic that's like the the real way you do it and then it's like "Mm, no no or a big one I've heard recently is you can't do platonic kink and just all these absolute statements that are immediately excluding huge groups of people like what you said with um females must be this way males must be this way there are people who don't fall into that binary or people who kind of slide slide i just bumped my coffee slide with like into both sides of it you know and so there's a huge group of people because so much of the king community is in the lgbtqia plus community as well those people aren't included in those male-female definitions. They aren't, and sometimes I feel bad because I, um, I often on my videos only gear it towards, like, male dom, female submissive, but I try, if it's not about someone doing something to me specifically, 
to make it gender neutral because if it's me specifically, I, um, even with me being, um, omnisexual, and if you don't know what that means, please go look it up. It's, it's what the best way I can describe myself, um, and don't have time to go into it right now, but like, you know, I like multiple genders, but, um, when it comes to being dominated for whatever reason, I prefer it to be male. I have never wanted nor want to be dominated by a female. So when it's from like my perspective and someone doing something to me, it's always a male figure. Yeah, I've been thinking about why I don't like being the dom or even the top or being in charge of anything um with a male in like a king situation and i realized for me is because it would be so unrealistic just in my mind i would be having to act too much <laughs> because you know i'm five one a lot of people can overtake me so if i were trying to overtake someone else we'd have to be playing pretend <laughs> and that just I can imagine that is kind of silly. Uh, your sound just went out. There we go. Um, but I do, I don't know if I ever mentioned it on this page because I talk more about my brat side, but I'm a switch and I have a male submissive who is very very strong (laughs) like he works at a factory but he also goes and works out and like he got he he has muscles like there is no way i if he chose to like just physically overpower me there's no way i'm winning but him being submissive like he and i both like the fact that like knowing that he could but he decides not to oh yeah Um, that's that's kind of cool (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I was about to go, that's hot. But then I was like, mm. I mean, hey, it, it, it is. And, like, when he talks to me about him working out, I'm just like, mm, you have muscles. But I still like that, like, you know, and at the end of the day, you're my little bitch. And, uh, you know, you want this to happen to you. And you're submitting to me because you want to. And just knowing that even consensual part is hot. But anyways, going off topic here. Um... I also feel like the one true wayism does not recognize bratty doms because we get shit on as submissives, but like a dom doing that apparently is is fine. Yeah, and I think it, it's weird, but also saying following those male female roles, which I think was such a good point, is um, how emotions are perceived and how a lot of times um, aggressiveness or anger or something in men just looks like passion. And in women, it's, oh, she's being dramatic, she's being emotional, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's partially that because people have this idea that doms must be like stoic and stable and they're they're kind of allowed to be assholes. They're kind of allowed to be sarcastic. They're allowed to act that way. But then when a submissive does it, oh, that's out of the norm. That's not okay. Uh, The submissive is definitely doing something wrong and needs to go back to submissive school. Um, I actually had that conversation with my dom and it was really a growing moment for him because he is a bratty dom as much as he will never verbally admit <laughs> that. He definitely is. Like, he likes fucking with me, um, you know, getting me to do stuff just to, like, turn around and put me in my place just as much as we do shit to be put in our place. Yeah. Um, 
and but he's not a person that really enjoys being bratted at like that's not the type of play i've been told on numerous occasions i am the one exception <laughs> um but i think that's a lot of good. that has yeah and i have a, i have a feeling a lot of that has to do with you know the fact that he's my husband mm-hmm. um but i basically told him like it's not fair that you get to do that but then if i retaliate i'm in trouble you know if i'm just doing yeah. what you're doing so the bratting i'm allowed to do and be okay with is like being snarky mostly because like that's part of my personality so i'm allowed to brat verbally but like if i'm given an order to do something i'm not allowed to brat against it yeah um only if it's like a rule because sometimes we're in the car and he's like buckle your seatbelt and i was like what are you gonna do reach over here and make me and then he's like no i'll stop the car and i tried to call his bluff one day and he did he literally pulled over to the side of the road through oh my god and stopped the car and i was like dude you're blocking traffic he's like yeah but you're not traveling safely so wow yeah i mean it honestly you think if a cop stopped and was like but she wouldn't buckle you know she's not traveling safety safely i mean i could see him getting like reprimanded and being like okay well don't stop like on the side of the road but i don't see a cop being upset about that probably not (laughs) um but anywho but no and i feel like it discounts that and that one saying bratting is only a submissive title for one but also you know it's really shitty that like i'm supposed to be the subservient always say yes person but a brat can be an asshole and not that bratting's being an asshole but i feel like it's seen like that sometimes but like a brat or a dom is allowed to do these things and it just makes them an okay you know an okay dom and i'm just like well that's not fair why can you do it and not me yeah yeah and i think that's something that needs to be discussed and agreed upon instead of one party assuming well this is how it is you know this is how doms and subs are supposed to act instead of taking into account who is this sub who is the dom what are their personal wants and needs because yeah you can say as a blanket statement submissives are the more obedient ones they're the more subservient ones and dominance are the the ones who take charge more that's a a fairly easy to make blanket statement but once you get into people individually it's completely different for everyone um so i know we said we're like we're trying to stay to bratting but i am curious are there any other like one true wayisms that like have been told to you on anything else that like someone was like no this is not what you're supposed to be doing oh there are so many uh there was one video i made where it was talking about like making fun of him for being a nerd and i'm just as much of a nerd but we're nerds about different things and so he hands it right back to me but someone commented and was like this is toxic this is too far stuff like that and i was like I I do know his limits. I am very aware of that. You know, there are some things that people will just say, that's too far, that's not right. And it's like, yeah, but we're together. Right, I'm like, if he didn't like it, he would leave, right? Like, he's an intelligent adult. Yeah, and he'll tell me when he doesn't like things I do. And I feel like it's pretty obvious just by the look of me that um, one true way people normally don't get along with me um, because I like 
putting myself into everything I do. I don't like right. to just, I don't want kink to feel like a worksheet that I'm filling out. So I prefer it to be customized to me and to my dom. So there are things like how I talk about breaking rules. People say, that's totally not okay as a submissive, that's not even bratting. But what I've explained time and time again is we have made brattable rules. We've right. made rules that are written down on their own little Discord server that that say what I can brat against. And there's still rules because there's like punishments with them, but they aren't like the rules where, you know, I have to eat my meals and stuff. I can't brat about that. Um, yeah, same with me and my meds. Yeah, but bratting about um, sticking my tongue out at him or something, um, that's not something that deeply offends him or offends his dominance. I, I feel like that's a big thing with a lot of doms, young doms, old doms, any doms, any insecure dom. And I'm sure every dom has these moments, but um, just kind of thinking that there is no room for negotiation after what they've said. Right. Um, like, of course I have my rule about my, my meds, and uh, we recently added one. Every day I have to take a Sharpie and write some sort of like positive affirmation on myself somewhere. And it has to stay there the whole day. One, that helps me with just like my mental state because I have a hard time staying positive. But also he's like, this reminds you to take a shower because it's written in Sharpie. Um, he had to catch me because, um, and this is where I bratted a bit. I was like, uh, I realized makeup wipes are really good for removing Sharpie. Mm. And so I just took the wipe and he's like, no. He's <laughs> like, you're not allowed to use this. And like, that's all he could say. You know, because he didn't specifically say I had to shower to take it off. He just said, this is there to, you know, also remind you to shower. It wasn't yeah. necessarily part of the rule. And he was like, no. And then he was like, I understand you don't have the spoons. And someone can judge me that I say this, but like, I don't shower every day. Um, honestly, if you look it up medically, it's not the best thing for your body either. Yeah, um, I, I realized that the more I shower, the more dry skin I have. And it's... Uh, it's, I don't know where you live, but uh, I live up in the Midwest. I live in Indiana, and, and it is snowing right now. Mm. Um, it's supposed to melt by, like, Tuesday because it's going to be, like, 47 degrees. But um, for, like, the last few days, and I think up until Monday, it's going to snow. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, I'm not trying to dry out my skin, you know. And plus, he knows, like, my moisturizing routine, I put on, like, coconut oil all over my body and then seal it in with lotion once mm -hmm. it soaks in. And it, you know, basically makes this protective layer on my skin if I get in the shower I have to do that all over again so he was like you're you know he's like you can do this you know like once so making sure that I shower at least every other day mm -hmm. and I'm like okay that's acceptable but it started with me being a brat <laughs> and being like well you didn't say that I had to shower to take this off yeah and that's um, another one I feel like my head is just coming up with these one true way rebuttals of being like well you should have known that obviously you know that's what that's what we would hear from somebody who mm -hmm. thinks that bratting as a whole is wrong for a submissive 
is, well, you should have just figured that out yourself. Not try to. Oh, trust me, I knew I knew what he wanted, but like that's the bratty part is like picking out the loopholes and being like, well, you didn't say it out loud. Yeah, that Uh, isn't written down. mm Mhm. So we had to make an addendum to that rule (laughs) in my notebook. (laughs) We've had to do that too. But um, one that I heard, and it was really shitty because this was right in the beginning of like my kink journey. Um, I was part of like a local group and they did munches, but they also had like discussion classes. And I don't know why it got brought up, but someone talked about, you know, being a switch and they um, said that switches were just dominants that hadn't realized they were submissives yet and that they were trying to be dominant because if you were a true dom, you would never let someone like dominate you yeah that's so weird to me it also follows the line of like you have to be a sub before you're a dom so like being a dom is leveling up in a way Mm -hmm. which i think it's great for everybody to have both sides of the experience but if that freaks you out or you genuinely don't want it why are you gonna go chasing that I do tell people I'm like okay I get you know and I'm totally okay with not being being submissive or like even like doing a scene if you're going to be a dominant but I've always told people talk to submissives Mm -hmm. um when you know because like you need to understand things from their experience like I even do that with my dom and I'm like you know why do you like certain things and blah 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 and that more goes with our negotiation topic but um you know just talking about like setting that up and I'm just like why can't we sorry I lost my train of thought my ADHD is like <laughs> on one today I lost my train of- it really is like I'm talking and all of a sudden my brain just stops and I'm like what the <laughs> hell was I talking about um what was I talking about? <laughs> you were talking about how um, it, it kind of went with negotiation and I I just said about how like being a, a dom is a level up and you were saying... Oh, yeah. And um, I remember what my one true wayism is. And, um, but no, and then I said, I tell people to talk to submissives because you have to mm-hmm. understand things from both perspectives. And then I was saying that I talked to my dominant about like what his perspective on things are. Like when he said he's not really into like, you know, bratty submissives. And I was like, okay, where does that come from? Because one, I wanted to make sure it wasn't toxic and being like, you know, all submissives have to act like this. And he was like, no, I understand it. He goes, I just don't. He goes, I like my submissives to be very compliant. And he's like, I don't want someone to struggle against my power. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The bratty part of me in the back of my head was just like, you couldn't handle me. And then I'm like, Zoe, that's toxic. Um, we don't say that about people that don't like brats. <laughs> yeah, I've been catching my, my toxic thoughts recently, like trying to be introspective and everything. And I'll just be like, Tatiana, Jesus, calm down. Calm down. Um, another one true wayism that kind of encompasses a lot is if you are a certain role, you are stuck being on one side of the slash. So, of course, mm-hmm. there's bratting and that bratty doms exist. But one is being um, a little. And I honestly found out a lot of this through Sunny Megatron and everybody should look her up. Like, oh, she yes. is amazing. She does I podcasts and she does classes. <laughs> and, like, she does classes, podcasts. I think she's 
written a book or at least a few articles on things. I know she's um, done TV. Oh, yeah, she's got a show, I think, on HBO or Showtime. It's one of the two. But, um, yeah, so uh, definitely check her out. You know, small plug at Sunny Megatron. <laughs> um, but, um, like, being a little, like, you can be a dominant little. And at first I didn't understand that, and that was until I got to, with my most recent partner um, out of the bedroom. Like, he's very much daddy, but daddy in the sense that, like, he wants to give me what I want. Mm-hmm and you know but like in the bedroom it's it's different when it's when it comes to like physical stuff but you know if we're out and I want something um as long as he is able to like he gives it to me I whatever we want to eat is what we're eating that night and you know so I'm just like in a way at least in that sense I'm like I feel like I wear the pants here yeah in some ways I can relate to that in the little sense and my being a little age regression is part of trauma. So try not to delve too deep into this, um, especially for the armchair psychologist who might be listening. Um, right. But I was a very, air quotes, mature child. And I wanted to make sure that all my friends were safe and okay. So I was always, I was the craziest and the most responsible at the same time somehow. And right? <laughs> so now, even when I'm like little me, I still want to protect other people. So when I'm around other littles, I'll have a more babysitter energy. And right, yeah. That's why I like to call it because it's definitely not a caregiver, but it's not like the same amount of little. So I'm like, I'm a babysitter. <laughs> it's why, like, even on my tiktok handles the brat coach and i feel like with other submissives i take on this like leading role um especially in you know if my dom has another partner and they're submissive and we end up like doing stuff together more often than not i'm like you know i'm co-topping them but still submissive to him like i'm there as a tool but and um i just you know want to protect i like to teach um it's why i do this um and i just have a very i think outside of being like actually dominated i have a very just like leadership role and um very take charge person i totally follow that like stereotype that if like they're submissive they're probably dominant in their yes me too day life and i'm like yeah but then i realized i was a switch yeah. Which, funny enough, when I mentioned it, a lot of people were like, yeah, we, <laughs> we knew that. It was about the same when it came out as, as bi when I was, like, eight, and I told my mom and my siblings, and they were like, yep. <laughs> my parents were shocked when I told them. <laughs> um, I don't know how they knew. I'm like, it wasn't like I was trying to hide it, but, like... <laughs> I never really, I didn't think I did anything. I never talked about it or being attracted to women. And I'm just like, what? They know already. I didn't even like do anything or, They you just know. sense the queer energy. <laughs> Apparently their gaydar was just ringing. But I, I hate one true wayisms. It really goes back to our other episode that kink is customizable. And you can make your, you know, dynamic, whatever you would like it to be and um if you want to be a bratty submissive if you want to be a service submissive like it it doesn't it doesn't matter 
um if you want to be a bratty dom or a gentle dom like that it, it it doesn't like you do you and as long as all parties are consenting it shouldn't fucking matter yeah for me a lot of kink is about like kind of a liberation not just sexual liberation but like in how i express myself and my confidence everything like that and if i were made to follow a certain formula it wouldn't feel like that it would right. probably feel like homework and i i'm out of college i don't need more homework in my life so i just i don't think trying to apply this one size fits all mentality is really healthy for the majority of people except those people who only want to have that you know stereotypical ds that people kind of see represented if they know anything about kink beyond 50 shades i'm not counting that but um you know you normally think obedient sub um author authoritarian uh, dom and that's not how a lot of people are you know i've said before my dom like people would think oh he's a service dom because he cooks all the time cooking is also one of his biggest hobbies right I'm not gonna say like, oh, I'm the sub, I have to cook. You can't do your hobby anymore. I had someone that lived in my house, was an old friend of my dom's from like back when our local community was actually more active, COVID, well, before COVID, there was some stuff that happened that tore it apart, but then COVID definitely like knocked it out. And um, she lived in our house and um, there were so many things she was like you're not being a good submissive because you're not doing this you're not being a good like because the house wasn't clean at the same time i was going through one of my like worst emotional like mental health times like by the end of it i ended up in the hospital and um she was just like well you're not listening you need to keep your house clean and you know all this other shit and i'm just like one that's not how our dynamic works um I'm a service submissive. I am not necessarily domestic service. I'm very much more personal. Like I will give you massages. I will feed you. Um, uh, a big thing I used to do is while my dad was at work was go get him food and bring it to him. I'm very much like more a personal assistant kind of service submissive rather than like, I want to make sure the whole house is clean for you and give me chores to do. Um, like, I think the only thing that got close to that was he wanted the bed ready and made when he got home from work. But that included, like, you know, bed made, his ashtray emptied, and a fresh can of pop waiting for him and the remote somewhere he could find it. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, the closest I ever got to that was, you know, making my bed. But, like, this, she was, like, the epitome of someone I would consider old guard, which I'm not surprised she was, um older in age i don't remember exactly but i want to say like late 50s early 60s and so i'm like i'm not surprised given when you know she came up in kink i feel like a lot of these breaking of one true wayisms is happening not solely by like the younger generation but i feel like a lot of it came up with the younger generation and then like people towards the middle were like yeah like our Gen Xer friends um, yeah. definitely were like, yeah. Um, I think there's a lot to be said about um, people who kind of quote unquote grew up since the age of 18 or older, um, you know, 
in the old guard kind of sense and then had the maturity to move with the times instead of digging their heels in and being like, no, this is how it should be. I think a lot of it happens because in one true wayisms, I feel like it gives all the power to the dominant. And I feel like with the rise here, a lot of people are giving more power back to the submissive. Like I used to think I had to do whatever my dom said when I I said it. And um, I'm gonna tell on myself, I got into kink when I was 17. I was a freshman at college um, and got exposed to it. It was also around the time Fifty Shades came out and um, I knew what I liked to, to, to watch when I fiddled the diddle by myself and um, <laughs> I was like this seems to coincide and uh, I got curious um, and I dived into it and honestly it's probably why a lot of the shit that happened to me did but like I got taken advantage of because I thought like this is what a submissive is supposed to be you're just supposed to say you know shut up and say yes yeah. and I feel like a lot of that happened in a lot of like an old guard way like you just do whatever your your dom says but now people are really realizing like there is power on both sides yeah and i because, literally mean both sides because ultimately a dynamic whether or not it's romantic or 24 7 or you know what kind of dynamic it is it's still a form of a partnership and a relationship it doesn't matter how many people are involved or what titles you give each other. You still need to be able to communicate and discuss what you want in a way where you're both acting like mature adults, which is why um, something that really confused me about 24-7 dynamics before I realized I was literally in one um, was that a lot of people would refer to always being in subspace. And I think the term subspace gets um, confused with just in a submissive mood a lot of times. But I was like, that's, first of all, how do you sub sustain subspace for that long? Also, are you sure it's a good idea to negotiate in subspace? It wasn't until later I understood they weren't talking about subspace, they were talking about a submissive headspace in general. But um, I don't think negotiating within the power imbalance is I guess it could be a good idea I haven't seen it play out this way but you need to come together and realize that both of you or all of you are a huge part of this equation and right. if one piece isn't happy the other pieces are going to end up not being happy it might not be for a week or a month or a year but it's going to happen and I think I think it's good that a lot of people are telling submissives, no, you have power, you have the power to say no, you have the power to negotiate. It's great. And and I think it's good that there are a lot of doms who are learning that way and are not, don't feel that their dominance is threatened when a submissive speaks up about what they want. Right. Because there, there is a tendency for when someone becomes a dom to them go for them to go through a phase of a little bit of cockiness and overconfidence. Yeah, I see it in so many young doms, and I'm just like, it's okay. Like, let's grow out of this, guys. But um, some people never grow out of it, and I 
have spent too long learning to speak up for myself to not speak up for myself. Right. And if my dom's dominance were threatened by that, this relationship would not have worked at all. Uh, I was happy that you kind of pulled back and like into your own relationship because I was going to say like you are a really good example of like someone that doesn't follow the one true wayism because you are in an MS dynamic but like you're also a brat and most time when people think of an MS dynamic they're bratting it's not a part of that and um yeah it's it's really funny (laughs) it's funny to think about sometimes and I'm just like you can totally be in that you know MS dynamic and and have that and I think it's it's kind of ridiculous that people think that you can't um so I know, like, a lot of this co- coincides, like I said, with our other episode, Kink is Customizable, but um, I wanted to go into specifically just things that we have heard, or um, especially with bratting, and bratting being a lot of the one true wayism that people go with, and, like, what submissives are supposed to look like, and say, and do, and I think pretty much all of it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, but... Did you have any last-minute comments about it that you would like to add? Just that everyone's on their own journey, and I've said it multiple times, but don't just listen to one person for advice about kink. Get as many resources as possible, because there's bound to always be at least one person who's going to be like, no, this is wrong. And if it's not negatively impacting your dynamic or say it's positively impacting your dynamic, no one has the right to tell you this is wrong because they don't know what's wrong for you. Agreed. Uh, Well, that is the bell, which means our uh, class is over for today. Um, But I hope that you join us next time for another riveting uh, class here at Brat University. As always, I am Brattastic, the Brat Coach. And I'm Tatiana, the Chaos Brat. And I hope you come again soon. Bye. Did you like what you heard? Then make sure to never miss a class. You can find us on one of your favorite podcatchers, which include Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and Good Pods. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Brat University. Make sure to look in the show notes below to join our Discord server. We can't wait to hear from you. Since it's on your night.